You're listening to episode 174 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, 360vegaspodcast.com, click on the Amazon banner, and then go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without actually giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? I want to gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Back by popular demand. Actually, you've been in demand for quite some time, and we've, we've kept you away. You just don't want to hang out with me. I don't know. Uh, it's 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 not just that, but uh, it's, it's mostly that. <laughs> I know. I um I, I felt after enjoy doing a show with Scott, with as organized as I am, it's my it's kind of controlled <laughs> chaos. Would you not say when it comes to me? Oh, it's controlled. It's, you are control freak about everything well, about the show. Let's not exaggerate, <laughs> but it, it, I do have I. I Structure calms me. Yes. And this Scott, is Scott it is... Got, heaven forbid if you get, like, knocked out of your routine in the mornings, oh, your whole, whole day is just thrown off. Yeah. And, and and Scott is kind of like a scrambler. Have you ever gone into a fair and been on the scrambler where it's whipping you around? You're like, this is fun. Not this not is, in years, because they make me sick. This now. is fun. And then after about 15 minutes, you're like, I'm going to be sick. Okay, they don't. you're not on them for 15 minutes. Okay, it might feel like that, but it's not that long. Being on a show with Scott is like being on a scrambler for about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's and a lot of fun, but you're like, oh, I don't you don't want to you don't want to get right back oh, on it again. Right. <laughs> right. I need I need some structure. I need some calm, and and who better than the woman who brought structure and calm to my life? <laughs> I don't know that you've ever told me that before. Aww. That I brought calm and structure. To, I'm not sure if that's a good thing. You saved my life. The that's... funny thing was I brought calm and structure. We've already talked on this show how I used to get you hammered when we first met. I could drink you under the table, and it was quite funny. Controlled chaos, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. I got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. We got some maintenance to start off with. First, the Enhanced Podcast is over. I'm not thrilled about it, but Apple doesn't seem to be really supporting it anymore. The... Latest version because you got to go through that other app. Well, there's there's a latest version of GarageBand that doesn't support it, and I've been using the old version, and I don't know enough about code to deal with it, and it just got aggravating. I was waiting for it to just kind of work itself out, and it didn't, and I'm like, why for months and months and months and months am I making this effort, and it's just not fucking going anywhere? Well, and plus, it it takes up a lot more space, which you've got to pay for for the show. Well, the time to put it together. Although I I love it, it was one of the things that I I always enjoy enhanced podcasts. Yeah. Just in general. So I'm not thrilled about it. So any of you that know how to deal with uh, lines of audio code or, or however the fuck these things work, uh, you, you know the email address. <laughs> go ahead and, and drop me a line. But uh, I'm not savvy enough, nor am I interested enough to go through fucking lines of code uh, to do that. I think I think I, I do enough for the show. So yeah. fuck it, it's over. <laughs> Plus gonna... it's summertime, and you'd rather spend most of your time outside than 
inside. There's a large amount of my stuff. there's a large amount of my life right now that I'm trying to reorganize and reconstruct so it fits in so I can. I blame it on the puppy. So I can. Well, it's, it's <laughs> quite totally accurate. blame it on him. But it, where where I have I have professional life and personal life and structure and and the show and the show and free time to actually do other things other than the show because you know when you do nothing but you know work and then 40 hours a week fucking working on just one topic that gets old after yeah. a while that one. <laughs> but uh, I mean and more because I have other interests and I'd like to actually pursue some of them so uh, regardless moving on to the next thing that, that we're going to do we're going to change the order of the format a bit and only because logically it just made sense to me we're flipping coming attractions and playing Vegas because coming attractions is actually news. I don't know why this didn't click to me earlier. Well, you know, sometimes you're a little slow. And I also thought at the end of the show, it makes more sense. Like, those of you fucking going to Vegas, guess what's there? Yeah, so, totally makes sense. We're flipping it there. So those are the, those are the two pieces of information. Um, Bucket, let's do a show. All right. So obviously he's Mark. I'm Karen. And as always, we are going to start with Random Vegas. Random Vegas. Elvis Presley's manager, Colonel... That's in quotes because he's not a real colonel. Colonel Tom Parker and well-documented gambling addict died in Las Vegas, January 21st, 1997. We got that from at History Nevada. Okay. We have some information coming up about Elvis. You know how I like to tie things in. Like, I'm alluding to something. Foreshadowing. That's right. All right. Let's look at the Vegas Mate Review of the Week. This week's review is at, was it Teague Wells, do you think? T-I-G-E Wells. Teague. I'm going with Teague Wells. Teague did a 71015 review of Hash House of Gogo at the Rio, gave it five out of five chips. At Tigwells, Tigwells says, Great value, huge portions, and excellent quality. Wait staff, very friendly. Well, that's succinct. Well, here, oh, nice. I always use the word succinct incorrectly, so I like that you actually did it properly. <laughs> well, you need to know what I so, it means. I so desperately want to use it, and I'm like, that doesn't fit what you're trying to use. it. I just shoehorn words in there. I'm like, I know what succinct means. I, I want to say it. Like, it doesn't fit. It's doesn't not working. Fit you're doing yeah. it wrong. Yeah. Here's the problem you and I have always had with Hash, Hash House of Go-Go. Well, that you've had. No, no, no. We've had. Okay. Um, we've heard great reviews about it, mm-hmm. but it's that portion thing that pushes us off because well, yeah. we go to restaurants, and I mean, granted, we've we're consuming more of the portions they're giving us now, but when we were smarter, uh, we wouldn't eat anywhere near the portions they were giving us. Right. And we always kind of felt like, luckily, most of the things we would get, we're like, okay, well, I'll just have this for lunch tomorrow. It'll be fine. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. Vegas, you don't have fucking leftovers. This yeah, happen. you have no place to store it. And you can't eat the portions they give you in Vegas for the most part anyway. Right. So the idea of going to a place that has these massive portions, to me, is just kind of like, it's just gross. Just obnoxious. See, and I thought you were going to go in the route of the fact that it's a hash, which has a bunch of stuff in it that oh, you no, won't no. eat. Well, it's just the name. I mean, I'm sure they have hash there, but it's just, it's just Well, the they name. have a lot of it. Right. That's well, kind of what they're known for. Regardless. How would you know? Seriously? Because the name? That's No, a, because I've looked at the menu and said, oh, ooh, this all looks good. And there's a shitload of actual hashes right, on there. Whatever. The point is. Oh, my God. Why those... would they call it Hash House of Go-Go if they didn't have any hash? I just thought they were. Well, I, it's, I don't know. Do you think it was hash like drugs? Like no, back I didn't. The 70s Clearly, I didn't think it was that. Jesus. I don't think they'd be advertising that in Rio and the fucking Link. And Plaza. They were at Plaza for a while. I don't know if they're still there. I don't I care. Don't we're not going. I don't care. But, yeah, that's... Uh, 
I'm, I'm glad people enjoy it. I, I don't think you and I will ever do it just because of those portions. I just would like, no, see, I would like to, to try it because I've gotten over the fact that in Vegas, if I want to try something, I deal with the fact that there's an obnoxious portion and just I go just, with it. It's one of those things like... How many times in Vegas do I leave food on the on my I plate? Know, All I, the time. I know, but... Even at Planet Dailies with some of the food that I absolutely love, I can't finish it. It's too much. I don't know. It's one of those things like if it, if it, if it weren't Vegas, I would like pick it up and give it to a homeless guy. But you know, like, the homeless guy is just a meth addict, and I'm oh, not yeah. encouraging that. They'll probably get a boatload of leftovers. All right, anyway, let's move on to the Twit Pick of the Week. All right, it shouldn't be surprising to anyone who listens to this show that something wet makes me hard. In this case, we aren't referring to my lovely wife at Karen Mark, just in case you want to follow her on at Twitter. At Karen Mark? <laughs> really? You had, to do, you had to call me at Karen Mark. But instead, it's Vegas photography. Truth be told, the statement fits a broad range of things. Uh, this week at DTLV, fans shared another lock winner, and we knew it the second we saw it. I don't know how old it is, nor did I analyze the surrounding area to help answer that question because I didn't give a shit. Something about neon reflected in rainwater is so fucking sexy, it's hard to find words aggressive enough to describe it and offend people. Luckily, this week, I was more concerned with having fun uh, with the show than anything else. I proclaim this photo stunning. Yeah, it's not aggressive or offensive, but you lazy fuckers put in 25 to 40 hours a week into a show that takes up all your free time for four years. Then come talk to me. Yikes. That being said, I love you all. Somebody's cranky. I, lo- I love most of you. I, I like, but never mind. You as, know who you are. <laughs> as always, we will link to it on our blog and feature it on all our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. I wanted to go with emotion this week. We got it. You're all fired I'm just, up. I was like, go with it. Just go with it. Because okay. some some things like that, I'm like, oh, don't say something like that because it sounds like you're bitching about it. Like, I'm not bitching about you it. You are I bitching just, about it. But I'm trying to be funny is the point. Okay. And I was just going with it. I'm like, don't be sensitive. I think some people are like going, I, I, you know, I, I'm going to be honest. I think the people that got pissy about the war machine thing got to me for a little while. But we're going to buck that this week, here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Yay me! Are you are you sure you don't you don't want Scott to co-host? Oh no no no! Very specifically, I was like, Scott, why don't you just take the week off? I promise you don't want to be around for one of these stories. <laughs> uh oh! See, this is what happens when you don't read the notes ahead of time. All right, well, let's get started then and get into the news. First up. Hologram, it, ugh. why is that hard to say? I don't know, Elvis is what it is. Well, first I got to say hologram, then I got to do that, and I was having trouble with Elvis. First up, hologram Elvis Vegas residency. It is a bit of a tongue twister, I won't lie. <laughs> Moments after Tupac appeared as a hologram at Coachella in 2012, the world at large collectively thought, what if? The world got a taste of the technology's potential with Michael, Jack- with Michael Jackson's hologram. See, now, now you're infecting me. Hey. Yeah with Michael Jackson's hologram at the Billboard Music Awards in 2014. Now, it's been confirmed by the company that has the rights to the hologram that Elvis Presley will perform 15 shows in Vegas in 2016. Hologram Elvis, that is. I already said that, didn't I? Yeah. In the interview, the company went on to say that logistically, the concept of taking the attraction on a world tour isn't very difficult at all. In fact, it's easier than taking a live star on a tour because the only headaches you have to deal with are technical issues. It was point. I know. It was not confirmed which Elvis will be performing, the young or the heavy version. However, considering the technology doesn't rely on former captured images, 
it isn't a stretch to think that both could be used. Oh, could you imagine the 68 special mixed in with uh, Viva oh, Elvis? It'd be pretty mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah, I mean, think about it. It'd be like costume changes. Yeah. Like they go out, brand new Elvis comes in. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> Based it, on the era of when he was singing yes, the songs, change the clothing, the look. The, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Do a medley of his movies. Oh, my God. We're coming up with the whole residency right here. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a consulting fee. Right. <laughs> it was also not confirmed where the show would set up shop in Vegas, but considering Graceland Enterprises has a side has a satellite attraction in the... I'm not editing shit. Fuck this. It has a satellite attraction <laughs> in, for the warning. in the property. Elvis famously performed at, now known as Westgate. Odds are that that's where it's going to be. That would make sense. Yeah. Right. Excited? Serious. Oh, I would totally go see oh, that. Oh, in a big bad way. This is like a. This is like when we did the 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 New Kids on the Block show. Like going, oh, we're going to Vegas now. They fucking got Elvis in there. We're going hologram Elvis. We're gonna go see him live. <laughs> we're just flying in and flying out. Fuck yeah. Li- well, live, hologram live, not live, because he's dead. Although he does hang out in Memphis still. Hologram Elvis live. Is that sure. what I said? No, That's what I mean. You know, you said. I want to see the hologram live. live. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. <laughs> Next up, Boulevard Food Court announced. The last remaining shitty strip mall in the heart of the Vegas Strip will soon undergo a total renovation. You know that space in between the Hawaiian Marketplace and Walgreens across the street from Monte Carlo, CVS, and a little bit of Mandarin Oriental, mm-hmm. where the Fat Burger is? Right. That is going to be completely remodeled. Ca- or, I don't even know the transition of this. It's, it's going to have a 20-foot fire sculpture to it. I guess you got to have an attraction. They're going old school. Like the volcanoes, they're not going to do as many. Like, oh, we're going to do more. Wait, so hold on. So between Hawaiian Market Space and the Walgreens. You know what's funny? When I initially... There's a Fat Burger, a McDonald's, a strip mall, and a Harley Davidson Cafe? No, no, no. That... That's further down. That's, that's further actually down. where I thought it was. When I looked it up on uh, on Apple Maps, it's exactly where I went to. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where's the Fat Burger? Nope, it's further down. Oh. I know what you're talking about. There's a shit. So I have no idea what's there, there. There's a baby strip mall. So you mean the Walgreens, the Mecca Walgreens? No, no, no. Just a, the regular Walgreens after that one. Remember they have a Walgreens and a CVS across the street from, from each other? I, you know what? We must never Just go on the other side. Just Smith and Lewinsky. We never go on the other side of the street, no, we'll so I could not tell you what was in there. Yeah. Because we always stay on, there's, on there's the not, side of the... Much. Well, that's probably That's why. actually where the Lamborghinis and the Ferraris and shit are. The other one you're thinking of is a lot smaller. doesn't have a big uh, I'm completely drawing a blank. I have no idea where this is. Well, regardless. Which probably means it's a good candidate for a remodel because I it, nothing about it is memorable. <laughs> right. But you do remember Fat Burger, right? Yeah, but I thought that was on... I thought it was Fat Burger and then there's a strip mall and McDonald's was right behind it. It's the same one. It's the same one. It's just not located where you think it is. I agree. I Like I said, I also looked it up and I, I was and like, I, oh, wow, no it's idea. down here. Uh, well, fear not. Those of you that do love Fat Burger, that's the only thing that isn't going anywhere. It, it will relocate into the 4,000-plus-square-foot space, formerly home to McDonald's, and the rest will be new casual dining and retail. One bummer, while there will be shaded outdoor patio dining areas, alcohol will not be available in there. What the hell is the point? I'm not sure how that's going to work. I, there's no way that lasts, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Who knows? The design is being described as evoking a modern version of a 50s diner. All this excitement minus a timetable for completion, a construction budget, or future dining or retail tenants <laughs> revealed. So we're going to build it. Anybody interested? Right. I know, right? <laughs> I didn't realize the McDonald's wasn't in there anymore. Um, I didn't either, but I could look into that. <laughs> I would think... So, so let me just say this. Knowing knowing McDonald's, I would think that they did not leave voluntarily. 
Because mm. those McDonald's on the strip. Well, they just print cash. Are some good McDonald's. There's you got to think a lot of those, but like this, even those tiny little shitholes that are in there. Like we're not going anywhere. We're fucking print cash here. The, ironically, um, I think the two that don't do as well are the one in the Mecca Walgreens because it's, it's hidden in, in the back. It's hidden in the back, and then number two, the one that. Used to be in front of the Stardust that they then moved down. Yeah, because there's nothing by it. Because there's nothing by <laughs> it. Yeah, beautiful building. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of kind of a pain in the ass to it, get it, to. It's it's about as remote as Circus Circus is at this point. Yeah, the rest of them, pretty good. They're not leaving unless they. Well, actually, was it uh, Nicole was complaining about that down at the D because they have Definitely. like a hundred year lease. Yeah. Well, yeah, when Fitzgerald <laughs> was in there, they were like, you want to stay? Oh, and I'm sure even then they were making a. Fucking, I'm sure still the D's making a shit ton of money. They're oh, just like, yeah. oh, we got, we want to do some. Uh, look at all these great ideas we have. Like, going, we love those ideas. We're just gonna stay over here. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know about that least till Nicole said something about it, and she was complaining because they think funny. they would like them out. But um, <laughs> yeah, kind of funny. All right, next up, a Las Vegas doctor taped himself having sex with a sedated underage girl. Oh, what a brilliant man. Yes. We will piss some people off with this. Uh-oh. Yes. You will. Yeah. I, I, I claim just it, now reading this. It, it, it begins. In the doctor's defense, she was wearing seductive apparel, okay? A, a onesie is what I believe they call it, Karen. Wait, wait. Hold on. How, how old is the girl? I don't know. We'll talk about her. Wait, she was wearing a onesie? I'm just kidding. Jesus. You're missing the joke. You're ruining it. I was it. a little slow in it. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's right, well, not get, funny. Get ready. These are meant to be insanely oh, no. aggressive and rude. I, I apologize in advance. And I, no, I don't you no apologize on this. this show. No. I want no part of this. No, don't do I need. I need you. I need you. Scott wouldn't have done this. Brian would have done this. I need people to go like, yes, he's he's making jokes. We're ruining all of this right now. All of it. Well, We're start, moving on. start over and cut it. No, I'm not cutting mm-hmm. shit. A 41-year-old family practitioner is charged with 10 counts of possession of child pornography and one count of using or permitting the use of a child for the production of pornography. I like that charge. (laughs) Wait, of using or permitting the use? I don't fully get it, but I just thought the wording was funny. Wow. Additional charges are expected to be filed. To reassure people not all is wrong with the world, his medical license has been suspended pending the outcome of the case. Oh, good. Right. That makes me feel better. Dr. Chung is currently being held for rape ransom, or commonly known to squares, bail, at just over half a million dollars. Wait, wait. So they don't call it bail when it's rape? They call it rape ransom? Oh, sorry. That was another joke of yours. Sorry. God, <laughs> damn it. It sounded so official. I didn't know what it meant. Because, okay, rape ransom, I would take that to mean that you were holding somebody threatening rape if bail wasn't paid or the, the ransom wasn't paid. That's how I would infer. Karen, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tear down the fourth wall for you. And the follow-up joke that would have fit quite well right reading, after I'm this. I'm reading ahead. Well, no, no, you're not reading ahead. It's hidden specifically from you to share. Okay. Um, but um, I, I just want you to know how, just imagine how great this would have sounded if you were actually keeping up with the rest of us. This would have followed just after the Gen Pop waits with bated breath and erections. General population of a prison. Jesus Christ. <laughs> How did this upstanding member of the community get busted? His wife got suspicious and started snooping through her husband's text messages and computers and found several videos of her husband having sex with other women, including an underage girl. Oh, not good. Don't don't piss off the wife. The underage girl and Chung's wife reported the abuse and video to the police in June. Now, listen, 
I'm sure he can explain all that. I mean, after all, Karen, he is a doctor, so let's find out. I'm sure it was some kind of new treatment. Right? For this man's on the cutting edge. Whatever, let's not prosecute him for Whatever it. she was going to visit him for. Okay. So the girl told the police she was seeing the doctor after he recommended she get treatment for acne. Okay, here we go. He's just trying to help her out. Okay. The girl... I was going to say the same thing. <laughs> Sometime in July of 2014, Dr. Chung picked up the girl from her home at about 10 p.m. and drove her to his office for her third treatment. Wait, right. wait, 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 now, wait, wait, stop. Listen, I don't want to throw the Mike Tyson defense out there, but when you're picking somebody up to go for anything at 10 p.m., is that or is that not a booty call? Well, <laughs> again, it depends on the age of the girl. No, okay. And, and in all seriousness, where the fuck are this girl's shitty parents? Yeah, no kidding. What surgery? What, what procedure? Act, yeah, it happens at 10 fucking p.m. Wait, so seriously, how old is she? You know what? I don't think I got it. I think she was like 17 or something. I don't know. I didn't write it. Well, no, because then uh, got to be you gotta remember, 16. When I, when I go for this dark humor, I'm only interested just... in, in the humorous aspects of it, as you'll see by the end of the story. But yeah, but why? I, no, I completely agree with you. Where the hell are the parents that they're allowing oh, a doctor get, to pick her up at 10 p.m.? It's going to get better, Karen. So part of the, quote, prep for this invasive procedure was a shot invasive. in the arm that caused her to pass out. Not the only shot she would be taking that evening. Apparently not. Reaffirming the value of having an anesthesiologist present during medical procedures, apparently the shot wasn't enough because she kept going in and out of consciousness during the, quote, procedure. The first time she remembered coming to, she said she realized she was alone in an exam room, that her parents were off, oh, that, God damn it, that her pants were off and her feet were in stirrups. Oh, that's not Then good. she lost consciousness. All right, wait, wait. First, we're assuming the acne's on her face, Okay. That's what we're assuming. Let's. We're all rushing to okay, judgment. Wait, here. no. So hold on. Um, if your feet have to be in stirrups, <laughs> that's not acne. <laughs> right. <laughs> she was going for a general procedure. Like everything was getting done at once. Everything. If, if you've got something that resembles acne that requires your feet to be in stirrups for treatment, <laughs> right? He probably wouldn't want to be having sex with. I don't her think anyway. this man's a dermatologist. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> And side. why would a der dermatologist, if he was getting giving her treatment for ac acne... Even have stirrups? Yes! <laughs> like, why would there point. be stirrups in his That's office? That's a great point. I'm a dermatologist. Okay, spread them, honey. i got to make sure you don't have a mole on the inside know, flat right? there that's, you know, <laughs> looking a little funky. Oh, I photographed that one last time. I think it might have gotten a little bigger. Let me look closer. Right. <laughs> We're going to have to get multiple photographs of this one. <laughs> Hold on. But this might require a physical examination. On, on a side note, Jesus. in all seriousness, how horrifying... Would that be realizing you're you're groggy coming to and that's happening, and then feeling that sedation like you know that sedation when you're like you're in a surgical procedure, dental appointment or whatever, and you just fade out. Oh, it was so, so fucked I, up. I I've only had to go under anesthesia twice. I've almost died many times. So. Yeah, so, so I'm not as but I was I was I think the first time I was 17. So you, I've been. Do you remember the fade? No. No? I, I remember no fade. I, I remember a, a conversation, and then I remember waking up. I don't remember a fade at all. And, and the last time I was under anesthesia, the waking up was not a, wait, where the hell am I? The fa waking up was, please fucking kill me. So, um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't imagine. I, I've never experienced this, where you kind of wake up and go back in and out and whatever. But I, I to your point, that would be horrific. To think you were going in for acne treatment. And waking up to see your feet and stirrups and your pants off. That, yeah. Yeah. 
on, on top of this, I happen to be listening. I, I like to listen to it a lot of times when I'm concentrating on, on reading stuff. I can't listen to things that have lyrics in them, or, or, or sometimes I can't. I can't can't watch TV because I, I get I get distracted. So I'll listen to to movie scores. I just happened to be listening to Requiem for a Dream while I was reading. Oh, this. that's wrong. It was fucked up. I didn't mean to do it. Uh. I was just listening to Requiem as I was writing show notes, and I just happened to be on this. And all that fucked up music's going on while I'm reading this part. I'm like, oh my god, this is so fucked up. So fucked up. Yeah, no, no. Okay, all right, reset. Move quickly. Back to back to inappropriate humor. At another point, the girl remembered waking up and vomiting before passing out again. We've all been there. No. No? <laughs> no yes. Oh, you're full of shit. I've fucking been there when you've done it. I mean, not not from sedation, but from alcohol. Woken Assassin. up, vomited. Woken up, vomited, and then gone back to bed. Okay, but not from a drug-induced whatever. I just said that. She finally fully came to at around 3 a.m. the next day. Wait, so he picked her up at 10 p.m. Well, so 3 a.m. Hold on. Is it 3 a.m.? So let's say he picked her up on a Thursday night. Is this 3 a.m. Friday morning? Yes. All right, well. Still, where the fuck are her parents? What surgical procedure in the history of ever yeah. are you picked up at 10 o'clock and you don't come home until 3 to 4 a.m. in the morning? Well, absolute horseshit. That's when she woke up. That's not when she got home. But still. No, it makes it worse. Yeah, it's fucking horseshit. Absolutely ridiculous. So the doctor told her uh, when she came to that she had a bad reaction to the treatment. <laughs> no fucking shit. <laughs> I, would, I would say that classifies as a bad reaction. And depending on what the treatment was, probably a really bad reaction. The girl didn't go to the police because she said she didn't remember what happened. But the mother, oh, the mother, the mother's now fucking come into this. The shitty ass mother that let her get away with this. So her, the mother said that she suspected her daughter was drugged and raped. So why didn't she do anything about it then? Right. If I, you suspect, you know, hello, rape kit. I, I, what? You could have taken her right to the hospital and got an examination to tell if she had been physically assaulted. And then within 10 she years, would, they'd be able to check it? She would, no. That's the most recent news. Well, that's here in Memphis. But it's, it's not, not here in Memphis. Oh, it is here in Memphis. Oh, it's, it's other places. Okay, well, we have, like, the worst backlog in the country. The country. It's bad. But, no, you can, you. but, okay, a physical examination could at least tell you whether or not she had just been sexually assaulted or had sexual right. intercourse, period. Right. And if she didn't remember it, and you could tell she had it, guess what? I'm pretty sure the mother was well aware that her daughter was being fucked by a shitty doctor. Oh, yeah. Considering he... First of all, the doctor picked her up at 10 o'clock. Three things right off the bat. Scream rape. So Scream rape. All right. I'm, I'm going to throw something out there oh, that is not going to be popular. Thinking. Good. Go for it. Um, I know you're going to say what I'm thinking. I hope you're going to say what I'm thinking. Well, we'll see. I, I bet the mother fully knew. Mm-hmm. I bet there was some kind of arrangement between the doctor and the mother. The mother was never going to call, except the wife found the videos. And then the mother changes the story and says, oh, my God, I knew it. I knew it. I can't believe you did it. Of course you knew it. You're the one that let him pick her up to go fuck her. I wasn't going to go that dark with it, but we're exactly on the same level. We're hanging out there. There's no way. Uh, you yeah, you I, let him get let her get picked up at 10 p.m. Yeah. by some weird fucking guy. Yeah. She doesn't wake up or come home until 3 a.m. or later. You suspect that she's totally normal dermal dermological fucking procedures. Totally yeah. normal. But you say no. I suspected she was raped. Then why didn't you do something about it that night or uh, that I was, morning? I was going to go with the angle that she realized there was money to be made. But you got to think a guy that's picking somebody up at 10 o'clock. Dude, that guy's not oh, making no. a shit ton of money. I, I think she already made her money because she would not have she. It, any reasonable parent that was honestly worried about their child would not, an underage child, getting picked up at 10 p.m., you would have gone with them. First of all, my sister is is the mother 
of a 16-year-old. And the fucking, the, the, the feelers, the, scent, the spidey senses are all around when there's a dude in the vicinity. Something this fucking crazy, no way this mother wouldn't have sensed something. She knew. She, there, there is no, again, no way you would let your underage daughter get picked up by an older man at 10 p.m. at night and brought home at whatever God knows hour in the morning. And then come back and say after the fact, well, I suspected she'd been drugged and raped. Really? This is, by the way, this is the third fucking procedure. Well, I mean, I, we don't know if all that shit happened before, but right. still, maybe he worked up to it. <laughs> well, and that wouldn't be surprising, especially for somebody that molests children, because there's usually, it's, I can't believe I know this, there's usually a pattern of, of engagements that leads yeah. up, it keeps well, you pushing gotta, you gotta the boundaries cool. of a level of trust. Yeah. yeah. So you got to get them to trust them. And then you say, oh, no, this is good. This no, is I know fine. This, this is what whatever. are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. No, I'm with so, you. All right. Yeah. Now, when police searched the doctor's house and work, they found a bottle labeled ketamine, also known as Special K, to the kids that enjoy Electric Days Carnival, and uh, 10 videos of child porn. Now, that is all I could make fun of. The rest of the story was just further confirming this guy's a fucking monster. So that's the end of it. I just felt wow. I wanted to share some dark dark satirist humor um, because people hated it before and I feel like I actually bowed to them so to them if you don't like it go fuck well, yourself I didn't think you were that bad on this one um, no I, I wasn't but I, I honestly feel I, I steered clear of it so much that I talked about it at 360 Vegas Vacation too, and people were like are you serious people re were really that fucking pissed about it I'm like they were, I was surprised. I, they were they were a step or two short of death threats is, is, is kind of where it went so uh but no, be like, I, How be like Howard. Just say, bring it on, yeah, fuckers. I felt I wanted to <laughs> reclaim my show and tell anyone that doesn't like it, go fuck yourself. You don't have to listen to my yeah, fucking don't listen. show. Yeah, exactly. It's a free show. Just don't download it. Yeah. Let's move on to the next story, which should also be interesting, but in a very different way. Sin City Sex Survey. You got this. Say that four times Actually, fast. Vital <laughs> Vegas did this, and I intentionally didn't want to get him on the show because I figured he, this Oh, he of, would hijack oh, it. All the this details. This alone would be that, out for a fucking hour. That you didn't mention yeah, that he's exactly, like, no, 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 you got to exactly. talk about this So I'm going to share with you what I thought was interesting. And I would say Karen and I, we're, we're on squares. So no? I, I would say uh, uh, our, our, our sexual adventures will be, will be interesting to compare. Uh, based on this, <laughs> compared to a, a, a Sin City sex survey, I don't think so. We're gonna look like I've the, read it. It doesn't. We're gonna compare, look like the uh, the old couple in the fifties that know, had right. the two twin beds in the room. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <it's laughs> so leave it to our friend and sometimes co-host Scott at Vital Vegas for collecting the statistical data on this one. They, he did an online survey about the sex habits of people that visit Las Vegas. First, only ten percent of all those who took the survey were women. So statistically. That sample base wasn't large enough to draw accurate conclusions. Yeah, but the ones that so did let's talk probably about were dudes. really interesting. All right. Oh, I wish you could. <laughs> I'm see sure that. he was salivating over it. Like, damn it. See, that would have been the inside of track that he would have contributed. I'm like, going, I could have told, told you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the dudes. Seventy-nine percent of men surveyed said they have sex at least once while in Vegas. Good for them. So, um, I'm going to ask a clarifying question. And I don't know if you know the detail, but okay. So they said they had sex. Did they differentiate between differ, differentiate between uh, if it was with a partner that they came with or some random person? They that do, they yeah. Found? It's coming oh, okay, up. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Of those, thirty-seven percent claim to have sex at least three times. We fall in that category. Oh yeah, we do. That's us. Of those that say they have sex in Vegas, only fifteen percent said it was with a stranger. Sixty-nine oh. percent said it was with a significant okay. other. 
that there's hope for mankind then. 11% say they had threesomes. Really? I thought that was kind of high, too, but but kind of cool at the same time. Like, good for you, Vegas. Especially if you're like 69% is with significant others, 11% have threesomes. Like, all right, good for you. Although significant other could just be somebody you're dating, and you're like, going, that could be the thing that broke you up. It could be the thing that broke right. you up, yeah. But, um, and it doesn't say if the ones with the significant others were the ones that had threesomes. Right. I, I'm just, threesomes I, could have been random No, you're right. I'm, I'm, just, I'm putting together some, some likely scenarios. Yep. Yeah. 57% of the men said that they are more sexually adventurous while in Vegas. Not surprising. Yeah, I, I would say you and I are more amorous. Just in general, I, you know, I think it's just going somewhere else. We're somewhere else. Let's have sex here. <laughs> That's a you thing. It's like, oh, it's a new hotel room. Right. Come on, honey. Right. <laughs> Drop them panties. <laughs> 52% said they've been to a strip club. I'm not surprised. I'm actually surprised it's that low. Really? Among men. Maybe yeah. there are more guys like me going, yeah, I get it. Well, yeah. Yeah. And 16% admit to paying a hooker for sex. I wait, wait, wait. 16%? 16%. That's more than the ones that have had threesomes. <laughs> you can't, that can't be surprising, right? Threesomes has got to be more rare than hookers. I see. So so maybe it's just me. I mean, it's more pathetic, clearly. And maybe maybe it's because I'm a woman. The concept of paying for sex just sounds I'm so dirty to me. To and me, just so awful. much of it is the conquest where, itself. Paying for it, you're like going, well, this is lame. Where, yeah, whereas a threesome, I, I could see... It's a conquest. It's an adventurous thing. It's an adventurous thing. It's something I, I could see people wanting to try. Right. And you would think if you go to Vegas, that would be the place sure. that you'd want to try it. Yeah. So I, 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 that's why I'm surprised. It seems to me I, that I agree with you. I mean, I'm not judging people, but I don't, I don't get hookers. I'm not I judging. I just, I just, I just get I, it. I, yeah, no, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be where that many other people have been. <laughs> nice. Just saying. Five percent have been to legal brothels, and four percent have been to swingers clubs. Wow. I bet I bet you the five and the four percent overlap. Oh, I'm sure they. I are. bet you, yeah, if they've been to to legal brothels. Well, no, maybe not because swingers clubs don't you normally have to bring a partner? I thought so. Well, I don't know. Wait a minute, don't you grab some? Oh no, no, swingers is is a couple is is a couple at a couple, right? So sometimes it's it's just swapping, but sometimes usually they require a couple to come in together. Right. And then however you split off after that. <laughs> or at least that. a team. <laughs> We're here to have sex with people. <laughs> that I've, I've heard stories. I don't know anybody. I've heard stories of people that, yeah, that's an approach that they take. But, right. Um, <laughs> wow. And lastly, 13% admit to having sex in public while in Vegas. Really? We've done that. In Vegas? Yeah. Okay, we're not going to talk about this now. <laughs> we, we've done it in a safe, controlled environment. Well... It's, it's, if you're it's talking only, about where I think you're talking it's only about... It's technically public. I was going to say, that, that isn't really... I don't count that as public. It's technically... They already know. I've already talked about it before. Oh, my God. Have you really? It's, yeah, well, when Scott was bringing up that he was doing this, you know, I, I admitted to it. But, yeah, it's, it's there's something about being adventurous and dangerous without actually being dangerous. Oh, well, yeah. Like, it's like someone could see us. Well, they'd have to make effort. <laughs> they have to make a lot of effort. <laughs> you know, it's not like it's not nothing as bold as we've talked about, like where we saw that 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 woman crack a rack out on a at, at Boulevard Pool. Right. You know, you're like, going, well done, good for you. But that's far more bold than I think what we did. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Completely. But there you go. That was a really interesting and statistically uh, a viable. Although survey. I I may reach out to Scott because I would love to see. I know that the women's results weren't statistically accurate. 
I would still love to see well, what well, they not, were. not accurate, viable. Well, whatever. You, you need, the sample base wasn't big enough. Accurate, viable, you can't use it. I agree. I am interested. We might have to bring him on for vital insight. Like, on, all right, we do want to know more about it. <laughs> <laughs> might have it as a little bonus feature at right. the end or something. Or the river. Yeah. All right. Next up, the Eclipse Theater is coming to downtown. You're going to like this. The Eclipse Theater project in downtown Vegas is once again back up after plans to open in 2014 failed to materialize. It will be located on the corner of 3rd Street and Gas Avenue, about two blocks west of Pawn Stars Pawn Shop. Uh-oh. The project is a three-story, eight-movie theater venue with quality gourmet food, alcohol served to guests in reclining theater seats, Ooh. as well as a restaurant and lounge to enjoy before and or after the show. Each theater only holds 50 to 90 seats. Plans to break ground are in August and open in spring of 2016. Cool. There's outside of going to IMAX 3Ds, I think this is the only other way that you watch movies in the 21st century. Well, and quite honestly, it's the only way I'm going to watch a movie in Vegas. Although you did drag me to Batman. That is a really great point. Well, that was also on an IMAX. It was on an IMAX. Yeah. Was that when we were already in Memphis? Mm, No. I think it was just out, and, and we, we ignored it. Sorry, I just heard Archer think, mm, yes. Right. <laughs> and I say here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, but good for them. I mean, obviously, this isn't much of a tourist thing, but no. good for them, man. Well, and I just wonder, I don't, I've, I've driven by the Pawn Stars place, and I remember that not necessarily being the best part of town. It's so, quite local. So, well, yeah, it's, it's going to have to be, which is too bad, because I think that if so a casino... Cool. If, they, if they could fucking do that on Fremont East, oh, that would have yeah, been big. it would. And if, and if a casino could put one of those movie theaters in, because I know there's a couple of them that do have movie theaters, but if they had those big comfy chairs with alcohol and food like you well, could get... Well, and good food. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because we had, yeah, we had one of those. We even made that, that comment, the iPick, right down the street from us when we lived yeah. there. We were saying, like, wow, these these drinks are, are Vegas-esque. Oh, the drink, well, yeah. We, esque. We, we very clarified-esque. <laughs> they were not Vegas quality. They were like Vegas quality. <laughs> you are more on that bandwagon, I think, than I was. But, uh, I mean, and the food was good. I mean, we, we love that place. Yeah, and the, the comfy chairs is a awesome. huge plus. Absolutely. So. All right. Next, SLS update. SLS continues to fail. <laughs> now, Sam Nazarian is selling the restaurant concept Katsuya. Katsuya? I'm better than that. Katsuya. Actually, that sounded real dickish and racist. It did, yeah. actually. Katsuya. So you're going to leave it in. Yeah, Katsuya. The worst part is I took Japanese for a while. It's one of those things, like they say this you with any language. took it for a semester. It was really good that semester. That semester, you really were. Shut up. And Cleo to the one group, the people behind SDK. He's selling it yeah. for $75 million. Now, here's one way that you wait, actually... Wait, 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 wait. The concepts. Oh, okay. So, like, the names and the titles and right. stuff. So, basically, he needs an influx of cash. Yeah, I was. that's exactly Got what it. I was going to say. There's one way to ensure that you'll make money. Charge rent. <laughs> well, you sell a concept that they can then expand, but then you charge them rent for being in your facility. Exactly, yeah. yeah. However, a less cynical view would be that SLS has plans to expand into 13 other markets in the next few years, and they're a hospitality and nightclub company, not restaurateurs. Plans are also to add another pool to the space in which Life Day Club formerly resided. In other news, it was previously reported that Bonkers Comedy Club was taking over the Sayers Club. However, it was clarified that this was only for select dates through August 1st. Yeah, neither of those club names mean anything to me. It's so interesting. I think the only thing appealing about that place is I thought it was a cute, interesting 
casino that was dead. Okay. Yeah, I don't care. All right, you're going to have to help me how to pronounce this. Alon, I think, to be honest with you. Mm. Or Alon. Coin flip. So next up, we have a story about it's either Alan or Alon. It's not Alan. There's no A in there. I'm going to guess Alon. Think about Alon. think about Vegas. It's got to be dramatic and ridiculous. Or it could be Alon. Alon. Okay, so not Alan, but Alon. Alon. Or Alon. Maybe. It's ba- it's 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 Packer's place. It's the uh, the Austrian. <laughs> I, I I don't know what that means. It's I, James, so you say Packers, and I think of the Green Bay Packers. It's, it's James so. Packers' place, the billionaire that bought the the Australian billionaire. That that's where Matt and Daz all go to play, and then he bought the land on the New Frontier, and he was going to build on there. Yeah. So he's it, it, it's Alon or whatever the fuck it's going to be. I didn't bother to listen to it. I just read multiple stories. <laughs> NBC Vegas is reporting that the resort he will be building in those places I just told you is going to be named uh, Alon, not uh, Alon. It's going to be named Alon. In related news, the guy who's been running Excess and Trist has resigned to join Alon Project. That makes two former Win alumni joining the project. However, former COO Andrew Pascal left to go to SLS before leaving them to join this new project. So former Win guys leaving doesn't equate to success or so, even the best career decisions. So wait, James Packer used to work for Win? No, James Packer is a self... Well, his father is a media mogul and, and a multi-billionaire. Oh, but you're saying that... Okay, so who's the second guy? So you said in related news, the guy who's been running Excess and Trust has resigned to join that project. Oh, I didn't bother to give his name because that was boring. Okay, but who's the second guy? So the guy that... Well, the second guy is Andrew Pascal. I actually know that name, so that's why I referenced it. The other guy, I don't know who he is or care. There's a nightclub guy that left Wynn to go yeah. to Alon. And then there's a CEO that was at Wynn... That then went to SLS. So they didn't join the same. Them. They didn't both join the Elon project. They did because after he was at SLS, he then went to Elon. And the point and the joke you destroyed is that just because a guy that used to work from Win goes somewhere doesn't equate to success because SLS sucks. I don't think it's uh, no. I got the joke. I couldn't figure out who the two guys were because your writing is so shitty. It's not clear. You gonna make me? <laughs> I'll do it. Hooters opens at Palms. Hooters has opened <laughs> phase one of what they plan to be the biggest Hooters in the world. Wait, you mean a sign for the casino that they own? That's that's Scott's line. This is Scott's article. Biggest Hooters in the world, get it? Teehee. Oh Tee-hee. my god, you guys really are juvenile. <laughs> Currently, the pool patio and bar is the focus now with plans to eventually expand indoor dining to accommodate 500 people over 15,200 square feet. Part of that renovation is taking over the sports restaurant with a female touch, Herrera's, that didn't last as long as it took for us to mispronounce their name. No word when the entire Hooters project will be complete. It's been a long time since we've been to Hooters. Hold on. I'm going to say one thing right off the bat. Okay. Hooters? Yeah. Going to Palms, Sad. cheapens Palms. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Ridiculously, could not agree with you more. I'll be honest, have sl- my my desire to go back to Palms, which is a, a property that we've really enjoyed, and have had a really good time at and have stayed at. Um, yeah. Once this opens, I don't think I'm going to have much interest in going there. Well, it is open, <laughs> at least right, part well, of it. I I, I don't. That, I, that I, to me is sad. That I is agree real, with you. To go from a property that used to draw celebrities, like there was no tomorrow. You got to understand, they're grasping at straws, trying to find what what really and Hooters. 
Hooters you think is going to bring people in? Fucking I, I don't agree. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I completely agree with you. And and even putting that aside, let's put aside this stupid. I mean, let, let's be honest. They, while they are one of the first restaurants, and and the worst restaurant, um, they're just overall the food. I, I nothing memorable. Uh, their sauce, their their hot wing sauce was atrocious, and those outfits are. They haven't changed since the seventies. Right, and and it wasn't attractive in the fucking seventies. Putting something tight on something doesn't make it better. Oh, just let it go. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah, we can go on forever because color choices. That'll wrap it up for news. Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar with prop bets, it's an Scott. Ex- <laughs> <laughs> you were just waiting on that one, yes. weren't you? Uh, it's an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. Just bits and pieces. Yes, little, little bits of information. A little bit there. Can why don't you share a, a bit of information? Mildly interesting. All right, for those of you with confidence and a body to pull it off, beware of Bear at Mirage. A reader shared a pretty shitty story regarding a lack of security and privacy at the topless pool, line jumping, people taking pictures, etc. Fucked up. Yikes. We'll have a link to the story because it is a fucked up story, and I, you shouldn't you shouldn't patronize that place if that's what they're going to do. Which is sad because that's Mirage. I know, right? Mm. It's disappointing. See how that works? That's the end of it. That's the end of it. <laughs> Only a few months into his two-year residency, DJ Steve Angelo has left Life Nightclub, largely because it doesn't exist anymore, at SLS to begin a new residency at Caesars Omnia. Apparently, he got lonely playing music for himself every night. (laughs) At least it's a slight step up. Right. Fremont Hotel and Casino. Is it the Fremont? It's just saying Fremont Hotel and Casino have a new bar. Has a new bar. That's a great... Has a new bar. Fremont Hotel and Casino has a new bar. See? That makes sense. It's called... <laughs> we have grammar check during the show. <laughs> well, you're reading this and you're like, that just does not sound right. Oh, this is why it doesn't sound right. If you would have said the Fremont Hotel and Casino have a new bar, that would make wow. sense. Look, I, I messed that word up of the 3,392 that are in this show. I, Script. No, there's there's more that you messed up. You're just not counting. <laughs> As he's pointing down, no, 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 I did a word count. That's how many. No, I'm sure that's how many words. (laughs) You messed up more than just the one. So anyway, the the bar is called Filament. It opened last weekend and offers some craft beers and specialty cocktails. No word on exactly where it is in the property. (laughs) Craft beers. Pet tire. They, you know what? They could That's go. It. They could go down the street to Banger Brewery and pick up a few things, and it'd be like, "Hey, we have craft beer," exactly. which would be true, and it would be good beer. But they're not going to do that. The eighth and final available spot in Caesar's new Forum Food Court has been filled by La Gloria Mexican Restaurant. According to their slogan, they feature quote street foods of Mexico. Which will be interesting if that's the case because it's actually good, I yeah. don't. Well, no, if it's really street foods because street foods is usually all the. I don't know why they call it this, but it's basically the awful, which is innards oh, and that innards, kind of stuff. Yeah, all yeah. the stuff so that I'll, every like, like the rest of the world eats, but we don't. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if they really are street Pro- food. Probably not. <laughs> it's being reported that Kanye West turned down an offer to make him the highest paid performer on the strip for a three-week, nine-show residency at Axis Theater. He turned down half a million dollars per show or $4.5 million for the residency. Celine Dion and Britney are currently the highest paid at 475000 per show. Thank you, Kanye. I'm yeah. Thank you. I was I was gonna call him a dumb fucker, but now I'm like, God bless you. Yes. This thank is you. one of the happiest newses of like stupid decisions yes. I've ever heard him thank make. You. All right. <laughs> Vegas is renaming another one. Another 
one. That makes no sense. <laughs> Vegas <laughs> is renaming what? another road. <laughs> this one after Sammy Davis Jr. And if that isn't cool enough, it's a portion of Industrial Road that intersects with both Frank Sinatra Drive and Dean Martin Drive. Awesome. New signs are expected to be installed within the month. So literally the three are together again. That is cool. That is cool. Because some people can't take a hint, the L.A. Comedy Club is returning to the Las Vegas market after failing at Palace Station, Planet Hollywood twice, Four Queens, and Bally's. Lucky attempt number six will be in Stratosphere. Oh, that just has disaster written all, right. all over it. On the second floor a in the... beacon of comedy. <laughs> and, of, and of traffic just right. stopping by to see a show. It'll be on the second floor in the retail area with plans to open in just 45 days. Yeah, good good luck with that. Second floor, like going, where are you guys performing? Second floor at Stratosphere? Awesome. Well, you kind of have to. You got to go up. Right. There's no place else on that. It's not, it's not that big of a square footage on the bottom. All right. Once again, it's being reported that work on the pedestrian bridges near MGM, Trop, Excalibur, and New York, New York will begin. This time, early next year. This is the third year in a row that we've been told. <laughs> you mean that's to get the escalators to work? Yeah. I'm still unsure. Mark is still Let unsure. Let me just do this. Let me just okay. do it. It doesn't make any sense. I'm still unsure if it's grandstanding or brilliant, but it was announced that Wynn will begin refreshing all of its rooms this summer, adding a record-setting thread count for any resort in the world at 507, <laughs> as well as adding 55-inch 4K TVs. These are just two of the excessive alterations for the pretentious. How do you have a 507 thread count? How do you have an, an, an off odd number thread count? In, in all fairness, while I'll defend the shitty properties that they cater to a market, they cater to a market. Oh, they do, but 507. I, it's dumb. I don't, whatever. Oh. I, I think it's, I don't, I don't want to say it's dumb. I, I think it's dumb. It's, it's not in my wheelhouse. Just not in my wheelhouse. And I, I do find it interesting that he's going with uh, 4K TVs. Because there's not a lot of brand, I know, brand new tech, brand new unproven technology. Well, yeah, and there's not a lot of media for it. But yeah. Vegas Chatter is reporting that Divas Las Vegas at Link will relocate to the little-used Fifth Shore Flow Room. Flow Room. Fifth Show Flow Room. <laughs> <laughs> it is Friday after a long week, I know, right? and I got some beverages. <laughs> little-used Fifth Floor. Showroom. I like the way you said it more better. <laughs> While renovations are happening in the Link showroom, they will return to the showroom. What do you keep saying, showroom? I don't know. They'll return when it reopens on August 5th with a new color. Well, to the other showroom. There's two showrooms. They're in the fifth floor showroom. They'll be in the, I guess I should have said main showroom. Main. That would yeah, be better. They'll fine. return to the main showroom when it reopens August 5th with a new co headliner, season nine winner of America's Got Talent, Matt Franco. No idea who that is. A man jumped to his death from a downtown Las Vegas parking garage at 10.45 a.m. on Tuesday. An a.m. suicide, Karen. You don't hear much Morning. about those. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Yeah. However, once we learned it wasn't from a casino, our interest vanished. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Taking advantage of the closed Riviera preparing for demolition, Las Vegas first responders are conducting training exercises in breaking down doors. I love that. Makes sense. So clever. So wait, you just go through the hotel and go, Yes! <laughs> the article even said, he said, the great thing about it is they get all fired up and they're cursing like, open a fucking door! Blah, blah, blah. And they'll break it down and everybody's like, all right, 
Close the door again. Let's do it again. <laughs> well, no. Th then you go to the next one. You can't close the door. Do it again because well, you bust the locks. It. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Then you yeah. just go to the next one. I mean, how many doors do they have to practice at? <laughs> right? <laughs> Good for them. Oh, that's I love funny. how they do shit like that with properties under construction or being deconstructed. How they utilize those in movies and various other security things and shit like this. Well, because really usually cool. the owners get a little bit of extra cash I'm for sure letting them do it. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. But hopefully they're not charging the Las Vegas first responders because those people risk their lives fucked up, yeah. and you know, need some practice to make them safer and Absolutely. so better not be charging them assholes. Yeah. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver in Vegas for the Summer League Games commented that the idea of the Milwaukee Bucks moving to Vegas is not realistic in the short term. No word what the fuck that means considering long-term relocation would be the actual goal of any relocation. He's not saying the relocation would be short term. It probably should have said in the near term. Yeah, I, I just. Yeah. I know. You just. I. I don't. I don't think they should have an NBA team. I think it'd be better than hockey. You no. Know? Oh yeah. NBA. Way better than I'm hockey. I'm concerned about hockey in Vegas. I won't lie. It sounds like a disaster. But I, I. I think that city wants to be legit so bad that they'll support it regardless. I wouldn't have thought Columbus, Ohio was going to be, except I think Ohio and Columbus were so desperate for a pro team. Like, please, we'll go. We, we don't, don't care. care if it's we'll hockey. Learn. We'll learn about the sport. <laughs> well, no, but you got to remember, they had a minor league hockey team that was really no, successful I'm, there. I'm being a smartass, and you so, are right. All right. Don't give them some credit. They're not all corn-fed. Uh, I know where your joke was going with that. That's okay. Corn-fed. What, yes, thank you. Why could I not remember that? <laughs> I don't know. Which is really sad because I grew up on a farm and we ate a lot of corn. But I'm, I'm not a hick. God damn it. I didn't grow up in Ohio. I grew up in the better state up north. Oh. <laughs> nice. Vital Vegas's report on the MGM shuffle was confirmed this week along with some nice artist renderings of the planned 5,000-seat theater at Monte Carlo. The project cost is $100 million, and it's expected to be open when the arena and entire park project open in April of 2016. One thing that was pointed out is that the theater will have the ability to adapt to smaller shows, and this is known as closing off the balconies at every other theater on the planet. So dumb. They were like, oh, it can, it can adjust. Like, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> or you take all the seats below the balcony line and drop a curtain. Right. Because then you just fill those back there. Look at this. <gasps> now it seats and less. It's, and it's black. It feels so much smaller and intimate. Like, you're an idiot. My God, you're an idiot. <laughs> Possibly the coolest slash worst giant drink vessel in Vegas. Oh, Lord. Vital Vegas shared that Circus Circus has manzied the guitar with an accordion. What? Yes, an accordion. And I think we may have just discovered the loser trophy for the 360 Moneyline Fantasy Football League. <laughs> You're not going to go with the felching bowl again? No, that's the winner. The winner gets oh. that, Karen. <laughs> so the loser's got to have something for shame, to mark his shame. But, but they haven't had... The loser hasn't gotten anything up to this point. Oh, no, they have. We've already passed it around. People autograph it with their year. The loser? No, the winner. Oh, the loser hasn't gotten anything yet. You're right. Hello, listen to me. I apologize. Oh, oh, similar to this early, the, earlier in the show. No? Huh. No. Even? No. Yeah. You weren't making any sense. <sighs> Vital Vegas also shared. We can call this the Vital Vegas no, little... No, but we won't. <laughs> Because when he's on here, he doesn't know he's how to keep losing, him to prop He's got to be losing his shit right I now. I know. It's kind of funny. <laughs> but he shared that uh, Binion's cashier cage has been tempor temporarily relocated near the Players Club while the actual cage is being renovated. Nothing else needs to be said about nope. that. Vince Neal couldn't even survive one full season in the, N in the AFL. I almost said NFL. In the AFL before failing. Well, you realize why. Because he's awful? No, he was giving all the players STDs. Nice. 
nice. I, I mean, that's accurate. But. No, but I mean, come on. Why else? You got to protect the health of the players. <laughs> you can't have an owner walking around the locker room smacking guys on the ass and everything else going, good game. And all of a sudden, now they all got the clap. I mean, come on. I don't think it's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> the AFL announced that they've taken over the operation of the Las Vegas Outlaws to, quote, solidify the financial condition, a.k.a. <laughs> This is the third AFL team to fail in Vegas. So he doesn't, nobody knows how to run a business in Vegas. Well, at least not an AFL team. Don't expect him to be in Vegas next year. And once again, Vince Neal fails at another business venture in Las Vegas. He's a tenacious loser, Karen. How many is that now? Do you know? Uh, I I believe I just said three. No? Oh, no, that's the third third AFL team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lot. He's terrible. McCarran Airport is getting $16.3 million from the Federal Department of Transportation to continue runway resurfacing. They've already invested $67 million of state funds into the project. Well, it's nice that the federal government is dropping a little, I thought that a little was, bit of change. I thought that was weird, but I guess it makes sense. You know, I'm um, sure the appropriations are like, listen, we'll help you out. It's fair. Well, considering they've already put six, $67 million, 13, it's like, okay, you need that much to finish it off? All right, you I guys. It's not like it. you guys are asking for this up front, and we don't know if it's ever going to get right. done. <laughs> You've already invested the money. You need a little extra. Okay, we'll help you right. with that. Yeah. And lastly, the Trump. The Trump Taj Workers Union has authorized a. God damn it! The Trump. I'm not even cutting this either. The Trump Taj Workers Union has authorized a strike against the property in response to new owner Carl Icahn cutting benefits in order to keep the doors open. Oh wait, you mean a property that Trump sold that he couldn't? You mean all of them? <laughs> that you need to be a little more specific. <laughs> Uh, here's hoping they close the doors in response forever. Yeah. See, I actually, in all honesty, I, I'm conflicted between my hatred of Carl Icahn and my hatred of unions. <laughs> it's like, I want, is there a way they can both fail? That's what I'm pulling for. Carl, Arca- uh, Carl Icahn is a corporate rating asshat. Oh, yeah, then I hate him. I fucking hate him so much. But the sad thing is, is if he bought, like, Trump Taj, like, from Trump and that whole thing, I and have no doubt. bankruptcy. Well, Yeah. Shocker, because <laughs> tr- one of Trump's properties went into bankruptcy, and yet, and yet, I'm sorry, I'm going right. di- to digress, digress yeah. into something that he said in the news today. We all know he's an idiot. I'm not getting into the crappy set of Mexicans. I'm getting into the fact that as your as a presidential candidate, you have to file your tax returns for public records. He literally said that the the system could not handle his tax returns because he made too much money. <laughs> he literally said that. Let's be honest. They couldn't this handle is, it. This that, is it, would just, it would just blow up the system. This is literally Seriously? a billionaire who just wants attention, and here's a way to get it. He has nothing else to do. No, you're right. Except to parade himself out you're and say, I want to be right. president. This man has zero interest, and I honestly believe he'd pull a Ross Perot if they were like, you're going to win. He's like, I quit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not doing this. I don't want to be president. It's ridiculous. He, uh, no, he. the difference is he wants to be president. He would love to be impeached in 30 days. Oh, yeah, he'd be out in no time. (laughs) And the sad thing is, and I just, this is not about... actually like it. (laughs) Oh, he would. He would love it. He would, he's not going to walk away from this thing. He will fight this fucker tooth and nail. Here's the sad thing. He's running on a Republican ticket strictly because he's a businessman. Right. And, and, which, in general, I would like, because normally that's the part about Republicans that I like is their business side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, the, this guy's fucking crazy. Yeah. And the fact that he's like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Republican candidate. Like, he's he's not representative of most of <laughs> right. us. No, that guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. But, all right, sorry. Little segue. You so, almost got a little scout on us. 
A little bit. Although although yours was a tangent, Scott's just delves into details. Like going, Scott, if I wanted more details, I would have written it as a news, not a prop bet. This is all that was interesting. Yeah, mine was a tangent about That's the right. crazy That's right. Asshole. Fair enough. Right. I apologize. You're not acting like Scott. Thank you. <laughs> and again, Scott's going to be screaming oh, into the We thing. love you, Scott. We do. And I love that you're freaking out right now. <laughs> all right, let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Maroon 5 is performing at Mandalay Bay Wednesday and Thursday, December 30th and 31st. Oh, New Year's Eve. That's going to be an expensive show. Show really. Well, the, we'll see. New Year's <laughs> Eve, those are going to get sold out for Maroon 5. All right. Huge. Starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 100 bucks. Karen, the D just got sexier. In fact, Aussie Hunks, the male review, is coming to the place. And here's their tagline, Karen. It's mating season. Oh, Jesus Get it? Christ. Get it? No. Mate? Yeah, I, I refuse to acknowledge. It's just awful. They will be in residency at the property starting July 31st. They'll be performing seven days a week at 10, 10 p.m. Tickets start at $45 with a meet and greet package for $85, oh, complete Jesus with a souvenir photo to Croc... Tails. Uh. <laughs> and great seats. The promo video, Karen, has the best collection of abs I've ever seen. My Karen, my dirty clothes suddenly became moist upon seeing that. Okay, no, no, no. So that's all you need to see. So watch the promo video. There is no reason to go see I was any in, male review ever. I was, I was impressed. Oh, I'm so fucking stupid. I mean, I'm, uh, obviously, you know, you got a photo. And the worst thing is, pretty cool. the worst thing is, I'm not, no, there's tangent. Tangent. Karen doesn't like male uh, reviews. No, but here's the thing. As much crap as women give men for going to strip clubs and watching strippers and everything else, if you've ever seen a crowd or group of completely normal, everyday women go to a male review, it's, it's, it is embarrassing. Well, he, 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 listen, no, he, it's embarrassing. But here's the difference, Karen. Women are... are the, I, don't, I don't know how I'm going to properly phrase this. Granted, we, also, we also never have a chance to see abs like that because they're always under shirts where men have a chance to see boobs on a fairly regular basis, <laughs> at least cleavage. We don't even get a chance to see that. So that part I get. Um, but. <laughs> uh, women who work in that profession also have something, for, well, for a large, uh, a significant portion of them have something called restraint and understanding that it's a job and you don't have an opportunity to fuck them. Whereas women who go to a male review, there's a reason they're as fired up. You have a very good shot of fucking these guys. It's, and it's just wrong. It's and I gross wish and I was. I wish I was exaggerating. I, uh, no, it's I, not. I know. Women who I, go I to a male it. review, would you like to fuck one of these men? You've got a shot. Oh yeah. You have a shot. And they won't shot. even charge. <laughs> yeah. No, nope. it's, it's all, all good. It's all part of the perks there, Karen. Uh, sorry, <laughs> just to rub a little bit. Uh, the Deftones are. <laughs> wish I was blind tone right now. Uh, the Deftones. <laughs> Are You're not even looking at them right now. I don't. It's, it's, <laughs> it, you, you need your mind's eye to be blind. <laughs> I, can we give a little side story for my bachelorette party? Sure. This was so bad. So Mark and I agreed, long story short, we were getting married. No strippers, right? I'm fortunate enough that his... By the way, this is before I actually worked in a strip club. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> That's um, a different story, though. A different story. But it, so 
agreed, no strippers. And I'm fortunate that his friends were either too cheap or too broke, broke. or just too broke. weren't too organized Clever. to put anything together. You can pretty much put in any any adjective in there. Yeah. So so my my maid of honor arranged a sex toy party, um, which of course there's all these women there that I didn't know, but whatever. And we're getting loud, and there's knock on the door, and then in comes the cop. And no, in comes a stripper, and then in comes a cop. So we had two of them. What drove me crazy was they're like, "All right, who's the bride to be?" And I'm like, "I don't. I'm I'm done." <laughs> the fucking asshole actually leaned over to me and he's like, "They pay good money for me. Enjoy it." I'm like, "Having your limp dick f- flop around in my <laughs> face is not. It doesn't do it for me. I'm so sorry. I was so fucking pissed off. It's not even funny. So I'm I think sorry. you and I are realists. It's like going, nothing's happening here. There's but this, it was, is, this it, is a waste of time. It, it, it even just but it, even, uh, even like yeah, it's like you're assuming you're attracted. Like I'm a, I'm really built guy. But like this means you're good looking. This means I'm attracted to you. And he and and your attitude in, is shit. He was in shape and he was yeah. His attitude was shit. Which for maybe I'm unique with no, women. For me it, that makes well, a difference. Women, well, I'm the same with women. I've I've dated beautiful women that you're like I you're like a couple months you're like I fucking hate you. You're an but idiot. But then just a, yeah, it's just the all the, yeah. he was like, "Oh, shut up enjoy this." I'm like, yeah. "How does how does you grinding on me work me up?" That is the one thing that I've never dated a pretty stupid girl. Like like, "Oh, she's beautiful." <laughs> and then and then but but you know like you start talking to her right away and she's an idiot. I've never done one of those. Like you've always given me shit, like because I I dated a lot when I was a kid, yeah. And uh, that's one thing I never did. It's like I would engage them at conversation at some point when I would meet them, and quickly learn like well, you're an idiot. <laughs> There's no way I can. I'm not. I'm not even attracted to you anymore. Not even that. Ugh, sorry. Yeah. Um, that was a good. Did tangent. I did I finish the Deftones? I don't think I did. No, you didn't. All right. So the Deftones are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade on Tuesday, October 27th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets are 37 in advance or 42 the day of. We got a couple at uh, at Brooklyn Bowl this week. Danzig with Pennywise are also performing there. The see, see, I fucked it up. It doesn't sound right if I try to jump over it. See, this is why I like order. Danzig with Pennywise are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Friday, July 31st. Show starts at 7:30 p.m. Tickets start at 36 dollars. I don't know how to say the middle name. Trey Anastasio. And this is very specifically for Scott. Okay. Remember? Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Not not Scott Vital Vegas. Scott, my assistant manager, then became a manager. One of the first things I ever did. He was a big fish head. Yeah. Trey Anastasio is from Fish. Okay. Well, he will be, or his band, will be performing at the Brooklyn Bowl at the Link Promenade on Friday and Saturday, October 30th and 31st. Halloween. Probably pretty apropos. Lame. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at 43 bucks. I remember he's the one that told me, when you go to a fish concert, they tell you to just dance like nobody's watching. And I'm like, you should be aware that people are watching you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, listen, listen, you're dancing and I'm seeing it. And as a friend, I'm telling oh, you. He was such a good guy. I loved him God, so much. Oh, I miss him good so memories. much. Absolutely. Yellow Card and Newfound Glory are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Saturday, November 21st. Show's going to start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 26 bucks. Finally, a change of venue. Leon Womack is, perform- is performing at the Golden Nugget. That's what you get from mocking the venue. I'm, I'm not kidding. mocking the venue. I'm saying it changed. I just I was just making you fun of your fuck fumble. You nice. On Friday, August 14th, show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 21 bucks. Christopher Titus is performing at. I just I don't know for some reason I read Titus and I think tight nuts. <laughs> Ironically, when I think of Mike for the win, I also think of Tech Nuts. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> There's so many Twitter handles that I thought about throwing in there. I was like, Rolodex, Mike for the win. <laughs> he will be thrilled that he was selected. <laughs> Anyways, Christopher Titus is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, July 31st through August 2nd. Show's going to start at 730. Tickets start at $20. I, yeah. <laughs> I could say something really inappropriate, but it's not necessary to say, and it's just going to move on. All right. <laughs> Rob Schneider is performing at South Point Friday through Sunday, September 4th through 6th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at 35 bucks. Frank Caliendo is performing at the Orleans Friday and Saturday, September 25th through the 26th. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $35. And finally, Jim Jeffries is performing at the Joint at Hard Rock on Saturday, October 3rd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 45 bucks. Oh, I love Jim Jeffries. Seriously? Oh yeah, god damn it. We've watched his stand up. I know you're just not you're just not recalling mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Apparently he didn't make that that much of an impression. Oh, you liked it, don't you dare. Name yeah, it. you don't tell me what I like and what I don't oh, like. Oh, you liked it. <laughs> you like this, don't you? Yeah, you like it. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> She wasn't expecting that. Here, I'm gonna I'm gonna rescue her while she continues to read. Don't forget you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. This week we've got some listener feedback. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, I'm back. I oh, oh, okay. Right. I'm sorry. Here you go. I'm, I think I'm good. <laughs> Wipe the tears from your eyes. So, so we do, we do have some listener feedback this week, and it's an email that comes from John Williams. Aw, yay! You're gonna like his email. Why don't you read it? All right. He said, "Could someone please explain to Scott how a microphone works?" <laughs> oh, there's, there's no need to yell. At one point in the show, I wasn't sure if he was being tased. <laughs> If he was being tasered or if he was just overexcited, thank God for Karen and her soothing voice. Aw. And maybe it's time to bring back the lanky, <laughs> the lanky Englishman and give Scott a timeout. John. <laughs> now, John did request that we clarify that he was just kidding, but not at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just find it funny that I have a soothing voice because I just don't see that. Um, oh, shit. And I just realized we completely forgot to make uh, playing Vegas you into the show. Can we find to do what? I I completely forgot. What I did is I came up with this idea later it's a swap, in the week. You talked. So about, I did yeah. a copy and paste. Apparently, I forgot to pay, <laughs> so it's not in there. And uh, like I said, in in the spirit of you don't want to edit. Yes, and doing okay. other things in my life yeah, we'll that I'd like wait. to do. It's on the blog. You'll get it. Right. You'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be there next week. You don't worry about it. Oh, the professionalism it was, it has was, just gone down. It wasn't that impressive. It wasn't that. Uh, I'm saving you. I'm saving you. I think Rush. You know what? You'll Rush wrap, is kind of good. You'll they wrap it into next week and no one will ever know. I know, right? Yeah. Shh. You didn't hear that. Don't tell. Oh. <laughs> that would be Mark hitting the mic. Take us to the end. Go, go. All right, all right, all right. That, thank God, is going to do it for episode 174. Whew. 
Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. You can also support the show by PayPal donations, buying stuff from our merch store, zazzle.com slash 360vegas. <laughs> Stop it. Or vegas.com and help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do it to 360vegas at gmail.com. You can oh, excuse do me. it to 360vegas. 360vegas podcast. You can do it to us. Yeah, do it to us. <laughs> at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Boom. Thank God that's over. Organization, fun, informative. Do you, do you feel better? Was this show flow more to your... <sighs> I, I adore Scott, but he is very much a ride that he, you sometimes need to step off of. He needs some wrangling. I will say that. I, I, yeah. And I he fucking knows the parts he's supposed to be reading, Scott. It's when not a like, funny well, joke. I don't know if I'm supposed to read this or not. No, you don't. You know when. <laughs> now you think on what you've done, young man. <laughs> See, you had to sit out a show. That's right. How do you feel? That's right. We love you. <laughs> and to the rest of you, we'll see you next week.